welcome to the Tucson Type Podcast. My name is Tatum and I will be your host as we talk to makers, artisans, and entrepreneurs of Tucson. Thank you all for joining us today for our fifth chapter. What? We've been doing about one episode a month and I can't believe we're already at five. I don't know if it feels like a long time or a short time. Honestly, everything is just kind of blending together right now, so let's just go with it. And of course, I have another Tucson fun fact at the end of this episode for you. Also, because of social distancing, we recorded this chapter over the phone and the audio quality isn't bad, but there's a weird crackling sound and I don't know where it's coming from or how to fix it, so I'm sorry about that. But you can just close your eyes and pretend that this episode is part of a vintage record or something, if that makes you feel better. So for this chapter, we are joined by Meredith Amadi, a local photographer who I was super excited to talk to. Her style is so fun and colorful, and I dare you to go to her Instagram page and not smile because her work is that cool and that would be really hard to do. So we were able to talk over the phone and chat about everything from how she got started to what she thinks of social media and of course what her favorite part about Tucson is. And Meredith starts us off with a story about one photo in particular that got her really interested in taking photography seriously. So let's hear it. It wasn't the first photo I ever took, but um, it was the first photo that like meant something to me, I guess I would say. So one of my best friends at the time, um, I would go and stay with her family over the summer in California on a, a beach house that they had. And her dad had a really nice DSLR camera that he would always let me play with because I think he could tell that I had an interest. So nice. we were on the beach photographing and I was just playing with the camera. And I remember there's one specific shot that I took um, it was down the beach, and there were a bunch of parasailers in the sky. And I remember waiting before taking the photo to compose it perfectly so that all of the parasailers were actually in the frame and they weren't cut off. Mm. And I just remember, like, in that moment thinking, like, people probably don't do that when they take a photo. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it, it, like, that was kind of the moment where I was like, oh, maybe this is something that I'm good at. You know when you have those aha moments and think, yep, this is it? Well, it was that day at the beach for Meredith and when she captured those parasellers. And after that, she chose to take photography as one of her electives in high school and started really getting into it, which is great news for all of us. I took photography in high school. I started my sophomore year. That was the first year we could take it. Um, and I remember having to decide between taking photo class or taking like the video production class because I remember I had like a vague dream at the time of like wanting to become a news anchor but I'm very glad that I chose photography <laughs> um, we like worked in the dark room and I was obsessed with film I had um, my aunt give me like a Canon AE1 film camera photographers will probably know what that means um but I remember being obsessed with like Polaroids, just like documenting moments mm -hmm. and seeing beauty um, was just what really kind of initially struck me. At the end of high school, Meredith started doing some more commission work like senior portraits and then slowly started getting into wedding photography, which is a big part of what she's known for now. But it was kind of a gradual process for her of it becoming an actual business and why that process was a little bit difficult for her at first is what she explains next. 
2012, this was before I graduated college, I photographed my first wedding. And from like, from then until 2017, which is when I say that I like really committed, um, I would, I kind of dragged my feet a little bit. So I studied photography in college. Um, I have my degree in fine art photography. I can't, I say that I come from a fine art background. Um, I very much am in love with the craft of photography. Um, and the art of it. So I was really hesitant to start a business, A, because it's intimidating, and B, because a part of me felt at the time like it was selling out. Um, and I think a lot of photographers probably deal with that. Um, yeah, it, it, and so I, I really dragged my feet and still kind of have to figure out and am trying to figure out how to feed both sides of myself mm-hmm. so to speak like I feel like I have my fine art side and I have my business side so I try and infuse both things into both worlds um, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to marry those things together so I haven't quite um, become actualized in that yet but yeah 2017 was when I really committed to my business and yeah since then it's it's been good it's been booming <laughs> And yes, her business is booming, which is super great and so much fun to witness. And she went on to say that balancing the creative side with the business logistics was difficult. But in the end, all of the hard parts about running a business make it worth it. I, I was I was answering the question. I was like, there are so many things that are hard, but like none of them make it not worth it. Um, I would say like the biggest thing. I don't think this is just in regard to running a photography business, but in running any business, either like a small business or a solopreneur or whatever they're calling it these days. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest thing is just the fear. Like, yeah, um, you know, maybe I will flop. Maybe people won't like what I do. Um, maybe no one's going to hire me. Maybe people will laugh at me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's just the especially in this day and age, there's such an inclination to compare yourself to other people. Um, you know, social media has its good things and bad things. And I think one of the worst things is that we have such easy access to everyone else's lives. And it makes it so easy for us to look at people that are in our same um, field and think, Oh, they're doing better than me. What's the point? Um, so I would say like, on on like a conceptual level that's one of the hardest things but like on a logistical level I would say just like balancing everything is hard um shooting staying inspired marketing investing in equipment like investing in education putting yourself out there like it's all hard but it's good and it's yeah I like I remember in college staying up like super late many many nights in the dark room finishing projects and just feeling so spent but also feeling so so satisfied like mm-hmm. just feeling like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do like I'm this work is going into creating something um and now not only am I creating something but I'm doing it in service of other people so that makes the satisfaction um greater and better 
on, on um, a different level. So, What would you say the best part about um, being a photographer and what you do? Yeah, I would say the best part of being a portrait and wedding photographer um, is just having the privilege of getting to know people and hearing their stories, like a, a big inspiration of mine, just our stories. Um, so I, I, you know, I get invited into people's lives, um, whether that's their wedding day or whether they're just hiring me to celebrate a special occasion. Um, I, my huge impetus behind photographing people, um, and telling their stories is that I understand that there is difficulty in everyone's life and everyone's life is deserving of being celebrated no matter who you are okay wow i just want to pause and quote this again everyone's life is deserving of being celebrated no matter who you are okay i just wanted to say that again we can continue so like for example i photographed a family and the dad was going through chemo treatment and him and i were talking about how this photo shoot um would be something for him to look back at and say, like, this is what I'm fighting for. This is what's good in my life, like, when mm. things get really hard. So um, being able to be invited into those kinds of moments, and not all of my photo shoots are that, like, deep and, um, like, revelatory, but just being able to be invited into people's lives and having the chance to get to know them is really special. Um, yeah, and I think, you know... One of the best things is just realizing that I get to do something that matters. Meredith's photography is very storyteller-like, and we went on to talk about how important photographs are and how they can really bring people together. She then goes on to tell us about what inspires her work, which is... One of my like big inspirations and like one of the things that I really love to photograph is my family. Um, because I, I, you know, obviously every family has a story and I came across my grandfather and my dad and my uncles, they all ran a printing press when they were younger. Um, and they had it in a building on the property where they lived. It, the building is still there, but the press and all of the equipment and everything are no longer there. But, um, my ha having discovered that and just kind of discovering this little piece of history within my family and that story that was there like was so cool to me um and so it, it's really cool when I'm able to find those things in other people's families um and, or just have like a little tidbit of that I love that um and it seems it seems like you've been pretty successful um so far and and I'm sure you're still growing and learning things as you would go along, but what advice yeah. do you have um, for anyone trying to start a new project or business or just get something off the ground? Like, what's your go-to advice for people? Yeah, I, I mean, the biggest thing that's been helpful for me that I always tell people is invest in education, like, surrounding your your business venture or, you know, your, your mode of creation. Um, I had to learn things about running a business that I didn't learn in college. Like my dad always tried to encourage me to um, take like a business class or minor in business. And I was like, no, I'm going to be an artist. <laughs> and I should have listened. But um, so I've done that since then. And I, I continue. I think I'll always do that. Uh, but yeah, invest in education. Like, and also just like keep your head down and work. Like 
you can be inspired by stories and movies and nature and, and, you know, the forefathers of your craft. But like I said before, it's really easy to get on social media and compare yourself to what the next photographer, the next jewelry maker, whoever is doing. So it, it can be really easy to defeat yourself pretty quickly. So I just encourage people like make what inspires you. Um, and the right people will, will fall into place and, and start, you know, following you or buying from you or, or whatever. What great advice from Meredith. And I know it definitely applies to me and I'm sure a lot of people listening as well. So just a reminder, don't fall into the social media comparison trap. Everyone is different and contributes something unique. And while we can learn from each other and encourage, it's very easy to start spiraling when you start comparing yourself too much. So just be aware of that next time you're scrolling and you see something awesome, appreciate it, and then go back to focusing on what you're doing great. And after that advice, Meredith goes on to tell us what her favorite thing about Tucson is. But yeah, I I just love the way that the individual people of our city like express themselves and how that manifests in like the way that they decorate their yards or their outside of their homes. Like they become compositions in and of themselves. And I love photographing things like that, but I also just get excited to see that. Like my husband and I went around to um, like a couple of the little free libraries in our neighborhood. I love the little free libraries around town. They make my heart so happy whenever I see a new one. And it just, like, the way that each person has made theirs unique, like, one Mm -hmm. had, like, plants that they were giving away for free, and the other one, like, decorated it to make it look like their house, and one artist decorated theirs. It was just, like, those kinds of things, like, the little surprises that you find around every corner in Tucson, I think, um, is just what makes me really excited about living here, and I feel like it's given me a capacity to find those things in other places too. We went on to chat for a bit about how great it is to discover new things in Tucson and how that's a really great mindset to have when you visit other places as well. Try to explore and discover as much as you can and you might be surprised at what you find. We then wrapped up the interview with some final words Meredith wanted to share with you all. Well, I mean, the Tucson community, like, keep keep investing in it. Keep being weird. Keep being unique. Like, you know, keep keep doing what makes you you I just yeah like I said all those things that that excite me about Tucson is what keeps me here and I just hope that that continues as we grow um yeah and and I guess just to any uh artists or business makers or whoever listening like keep your head down and, and keep working and believe that what you do matters because if you believe that and you believe that it will help people or bring joy to people or change their lives in some way, big or small, then other people will believe that too. So that's what I try to tell myself and what I would probably tell someone. All right. So I don't know about you all, but I am super inspired to go take pictures and try to capture some stories now. But before I go, I want to let you know you can see Meredith's work and find out more about her on her two Instagram accounts and website, and I will put both of those handles and the site link in the show notes, so please be sure to check her out. She's awesome. And my name is Tatum. You can find me on Instagram at the Tucson Type. Feel free to message me there if you have any questions or comments about the show. You all know I love hearing from each and every one of you. Thanks again for joining local photographer Meredith and myself today. Until next time, Tucson. Oh,
so we are going to jump into some photography history for this fun fact, given who we talked to today, and I'm going to share a little bit about the Center for Creative Photography at the University of Arizona. So the CCP was opened in 1975 after a meeting with the university's president at the time, John Schaefer and Ansel Adams. Adams is, of course, one of the most well-known American photographers, and although he passed away in 1984, his work is still celebrated all around the world, and especially at the Photography Center on campus, which he actually helped start. The center now has photographs from Ansel and other notable photographers at the time when they first opened, but they are also constantly changing out their exhibitions, and there's so much history in there, and if you haven't been yet, this is a must-see, and it is seriously one of my favorite places on campus, and it's free and open to the public. So once everything opens up again, please take some time and go look around. There is some really cool stuff in there. Okay, that's all I've got. Goodbye for now.